Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 8 of the Dugout Discussion Podcast. I'm Jack. I'm Max. And I'm Noah. And, uh, guys, we got the World Series starting tomorrow. Yup. Rays versus Dodgers. Coast versus Coast. Um, Max, actually, Jack, did you predict this one, too? I believe I had this one as well. Yeah, both Jack and Max predicted this one right. I missed out. Uh, Shocker. Um, but let's make sure we're all on the same page here. My bracket was really bad. This was like the only things I got right. <laughs> I, I think I can't imagine people had a good bracket this year. It was completely wacky from start to finish so far. So I mean, in a sense, I feel like like these are the two best teams going at it here. But I feel like a lot of people wouldn't have picked it, you know. Yeah. Um. But I guess we'll. So the World Series starts tomorrow. It's gonna be mm-hmm. nice. I'll be able to watch the first game. Um, and yeah, I mean the Rays clinched on on Saturday. They beat the Astros. They nearly choked. They were up three zero, and then the Astros came back and won the next three. And then the Rays just kind of squeaked it out in Game Seven. Um, but what are what are we what are our overall feelings about that series? How did how did how did Tampa Bay play? You know. For me, at least, that kind of went as expected. Uh, not that I expected them to almost blow a 3-0 lead, but I said that was going to come down to how well the Rays were going to pitch the Astros. Um, and if you look at the first three games of that series where the Rays won those first three, they held the Astros to uh, two runs or less mm-hmm. um, in each of the games that each of the first three games that they won. And then the Next three games was the Astros scoring four runs, four runs again, and then seven runs to tie the series. And in the in the game seven that the Rays obviously won, uh, the Astros only scored two runs, so it really came down to pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I expected to happen. But it was a very good series, I thought. All the games were very competitive. Mm-hmm. But I, I won't rag on the Astros too much. I'll let you do that. True. It really just felt like the Astros were just missing that one extra thing, you know? Wonder wonder what it could be. Like the trash cans? The trash cans. I mean, well, you could, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of Astro fans. Cause, so Twitter had a field day on on Saturday. They were people clowning the Astros. I think the Astros were trending, like, second for, like, three whole hours. Like, uh, But the, uh, Astro, the Astros actually played, like, they played that series pretty damn well. Yeah. And there was a there was a period in time, right? Like after game 6, I was like, or no, Correa hit the walk-off home run and I was like, shit. We <laughs> might actually see them move on. But now uh, you got to have faith though. That's what Max said in the group chat just saying the Rays won't lose. You know, it's it was the truth. Like you just have to believe in your, the team that you want to win. We will we will it into existence. But yeah. But I, I mean, think, I think the Rays. I think the Rays as a team are built for Game Sevens. They have yeah super strong pitching from top to bottom. They have guys in their lineup who can just get it done. Uh, it's not like they have one bat that like really jumps out at you, um, like off the paper. But uh, I, you see someone like Randy Arozarena who had yeah. a monster series and won AL uh, or the MVP for the ALCS. Uh, just absolutely insane, insane numbers raked the entire series, and 
it was it's guys like that. It's guys like G Man Choi hitting big home runs in big situations that and, and Mike Zanino hitting big home runs in big situations that yep. really put the Rays over the edge. And if they can find guys to do that night in and night out in the World Series, there's no reason that they can't win. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was surprised to see some of the names that came up for how the Rays were hitting. Not to discredit them, but I, I mean, just from his Mariners days, you you rarely saw Maxino's name being brought up more than once. And he had yeah. multiple games with home runs. Randy Rosarena, the first position player to win MVP, uh, crazy series like Max is saying. It seemed like a lot of these low-key players had to step up to the plate, which is, I guess, a, you know, just how the Rays are. Yeah, I, I feel like with the Rays, it's at least with their offense, all the guys in the offense do everything. They don't they don't do one thing spectacularly, but they do everything well. You know? Yeah. And like, they play really good defense. Yeah, crazy. the deep the defensive oh series was unbelievable. Yeah. I, I mean, you could credit it to the Astros being unlucky, but some of those like I saw Hunter Renfro in the outfield, who by the way, carbon copy of Mike Trout, but he, he made like two or three diving catches in, in one in one night or something. Yeah. Like that defense was unbelievable. Off the bench too, also, I hate to interrupt. I hate to interrupt, but Noah, I don't care if you call. I don't. I don't want to hear you say the Astros were unlucky. I don't want to hear that. The Astros are the luckiest team in baseball. That, they that's were lucky very to get true. At that point. They were, they were lucky to be in that series. That, they were that, lucky that, to get Game Seven. That's very true. They were they lucky finished, to be in the playoffs in the first place. Yeah, they, they finished, finished under sub five hundred exactly. And they got hot at the right time. They had their yeah. back beat up at the right time, and their pitching kind of got in sync at the, like right at the start of the playoffs. They were extremely lucky to be in that situation. True. Yeah. Um. But but uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, we were talking about the talent that the Rays have. Yeah, yeah. So just all up and down that lineup. I mean, you have guys just do everything well. You know, and the defense was amazing, and you just got to give credit where it's due. I mean, the Rays played really well. They just played really solid baseball. Yeah. Uh, I mean, looking down the list, what we got to cover. Um... I know. You know, I think I was going to bring this up. Randy Rosarena, you know, he, he reminds me of. Hit me with it. He reminds me of a young Andrew McCutcheon. Whoa. Why do you, why do you why say do you that? Well, for starters, he kind of looks like him. I mean, he's got like the the, the hands down low and uh, in his batting wow. stance, and also, I mean, he's he looks like a five tool player. He's got pop. He's not a super big guy. He's got the right handed bat. He plays what left field, center field. He runs well. Yeah, he throws fielder, well. He's list, he's listed at five eleven, one one eighty five. I mean, five, if, if, if he, I mean, I don't know anything of him prior to this, pretty much this breakout postseason for him. But if this is like this typical standard that he brings to the table, I mean, yeah, I think you got yourself a case for a really good five star, five tool player. Also, well, so here's a fun fact about uh, Randy Rosarena in 2020. Uh, his 2020 stats: he had seven home runs and mm-hmm. 11 RBIs, uh, with uh, OPS a little over a thousand. His 2020 postseason stats are seven home runs, 10 RBI, and a 1,200 OPS. Shit. I saw something. Ridiculously hot he's been. I saw something about, like, uh, he hit more home runs. Like, his seven home runs in the postseason were tied for as much as any Cardinal player had in in, uh, 60 games. Yeah. Which is. That's crazy. 
And I'd never heard of this guy before the playoffs. No, never. I never. But that's the, that's, that's the, one of the other beauties of baseball. Literally, anybody can become that guy within a week. Yeah. And just you literally do not series. know what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, you tell Randy Rosarena he was going to do this. I think he'd tell you to shut up. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, the Rays are moving on. The the Astros lose. I gotta say, really quick. Don't want to rag on the Astros too much. That when they lost, I just I felt amazing. Yeah. Everyone I mean, America amazing. won. It, it was exactly. It, it took our first I also. Stop. The last thing that I want to say about that. Game seven in that series is Charlie Morton is great in game sevens. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the only pitcher besides J- uh, John Smoltz to pitch in multiple game sevens and go five plus innings without giving up a run. Oh, talk about clutch. Talk about the dude you want on the mound, actually. Yeah, yeah. like perfect game seven starter. And that's exactly what the Rays needed. Yeah. yeah. When he went a uh, five and two thirds, gave up no runs, two hits, and six strikeouts. Yeah. Well, yeah. for such a consistent series on the West Coast side, I guess we throw it over on the East Coast. We have the Dodgers versus uh, the Braves. That yeah. was a, that was an interesting series to say the least. Yeah, I mean, Braves blew a three-one lead. Braves, exactly. Braves blew a three-one lead. <laughs> Yeah, welcome, welcome to the welcome to the three one club. You're joining some, Cleveland Indians and the Golden State Warriors. Uh, there was funny memes. It was like the Falcons, uh, off the Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta Braves. They had the the what, what was it like a twenty eight three lead in the yeah in the Super Bowl over the Patriots. And it was like it was the Spider Man meme where it's like this is this is you. They're just pointing <laughs> pointing at themselves. Well, I mean, I. I I'd be really disappointed about this if I were a Braves fan. Um, yeah, true. Because considering how close you were, this they have such a good team. You know, there's yeah. a lot of young players on that team. So so you could say like, uh, it's their first time being in this spot. I'd expect them to lose. Like, no, no, no. You have a really good team. Really good team. They were in the playoffs last year. That was their that was their baby Braves phase. That was their, yeah. That's what they were the called. And then figure shit out. This was yeah. the year you go to the World Series. Last year was the warm-up year. Yeah, and I mean, the pitching for the Braves in in the first, uh, so they they against the Reds, against the uh, Marlins, and against really the first few games of the NLCS was just amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think that I saw something. They gave up like five runs in like five games or something. Like it was crazy. And they just, they just, it just didn't work for them. The Dodgers just caught fire. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers were down 3 1, you know? And I was thinking, like, crap, I think it's over for them. But then they just caught fire. And Cody Bellinger is a big part of that. Uh, that Dodger bullpen's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say that it's interesting you bring up uh, the pitching. Uh, because all the games that the that the the Braves lost is because they gave up a lot of runs and their offense wasn't able to keep up. Like they won the first game five to one, holding the Dodgers to one run, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won game two, but that was kind of a shootout. That was eight seven, 
And then you go to game three, which was giving up 15 runs to the Dodgers and 11 in that first inning, which was historic. Yeah. Uh, it's never been done before, 11 runs in an inning. Um, and and then they, they won game four, obviously, 10 to 2. So they hold, held the Dodgers to only a couple runs. Uh, but then... But then they they gave up seven runs, and then obviously they they just weren't able to keep up with the, with the Dodgers after that point. And how about that game seven? That, that was a night. fantastic game seven. It was super yeah, long. It, yeah, it lasted like four and a half hours. But I mean, down to Braves, the water. Braves get Braves get an early lead off of uh, uh, Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin. And then a and crazy then, call to the pen by yeah, I, I was I was shocked that that happened. Definitely I was me. in disbelief, and yeah, I was too. And uh, you know, Dodgers come back and then uh, they tie it. Kike Hernandez hit or no? Uh, so uh, can we talk about the the base running blunder with the Braves? Because that cost them running blunders, and that cost them the game. I mean, that definitely cost them the game. Yeah, the the one that I that that there was a couple base running blunders that I saw, but the one that jumps out to me was uh, there was a ground ball hit by who I'm forgetting who, Marcakis. but the runner on Markakis, runner from third goes home. It was hit right at the third baseman, uh, Justin Turner, and Justin Turner's playing in on the ball to you know block off the run. That's what you do in that situation when you can't give up a run. Uh, so he's playing even with the bag, or maybe he was even playing a little more shallow than that. He cuts it off, but I don't, I don't understand why a he ran from third to try and get home when the ball was hit right to him. Um, and then b, obviously he gets out barely by a hair somehow. Justin Turner tagged him out. Justin Turner picks his head up and fires the dart right back to third base. And I don't know why there's a runner leaving from second going to third on that play. Just. I, I literally absolutely nothing went right for the Braves on that play. They did everything that you could do wrong, wrong. And and it cost them. I mean, there was uh, second and third, nobody out to run around first with two outs. Like that's a that is the definition of a rally killer. True. And that, safe to say that cost them the game. I mean, because Kike Hernandez hit the bomb after that, and then Cody Bellinger hit the. Hit the he pimped the shit out of it in the seventh inning, and mm-hmm. he hurt his shoulder after doing the. Oh yeah, he did the, the. I don't know what you call, it, but I think it's the, it's actually I think derives from the steroid era with Sosa and yeah, uh, and sounds somebody, right. And somebody Jose, else, Jose Canseco, I think. Yeah, yeah, and they would always flex the muscle and then bang it against each other. I mean, when you're on roids, you probably don't feel it, but I mean. Cody Bellinger right, is obviously not on steroids. That he probably got hit a little too hard with that. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're talking about his shoulder. Yeah, he yeah. went up for uh, the sh- celebration. Yeah, I, I, the internet cut out. I'm. Oh, you're fine. For viewers who don't know, I'm at college, and college internet isn't fantastic. Um, yeah. But uh, I I read right after the game. Hang on, I can pull it up if you give me 20 seconds or less. Here it is. Um, there's a quote that Cody Bellinger said after the game that said, uh, "I hate Enrique. I hit Enrique's shoulder a little too hard, and my shoulder popped out on their celebration, on his way back to the dugout. So that's how that happened. But I think he's fine. Yeah, he's good, and it was his non-throwing shoulder. Like if if that yeah, means he, anything, he's he's fine. It, it was it, you know I think heat of the moment went a little too hard in the paint. 
obviously in bad, but it's like a one out of a million chances. Or you would yeah, probably. I saw, him, I saw him grabbing his like shoulder or bicep area, and uh, just from me hitting in my time, I know bicep injuries actually happen all the time. You swing mm-hmm. swing a little too hard, or a little funky movement in your swing, and your bicep will hurt sometimes. So that's what I kind of thought happened after he hit that home run, but I couldn't tell. So obviously he seems okay, which is good. We want. We want a healthy Dodgers versus a healthy race for the World Series. That's really yeah. all you can ask for. Exactly. So Clayton Kershaw pitched game oh, five, yeah. and he did not have okay. a very good game. I mean, so yeah. Uh, what what is what is the verdict on the the whole? You know, how much would I consider controversy or just question about Clayton Kershaw in the postseason? Is he just bad? Is he old? Is he worn out? But it seems like it's trending to like he's just pretty crap in the postseason. I I just I I know you don't want to say he is. I know you don't want to because one game. Yeah, really I'll, I'll read off. Game. I'll read off the stat line from uh, game four. Five. Uh, yeah. Kershaw went five innings, mm-hmm. seven hits, four runs, all of them earned, with a walk and four strikeouts. Gave up a home run as well. But the, but when he left the game, that's what led to the six run sixth inning, which really put the game away. Yeah, I I, I you know I don't I don't, I don't know what to say about Kershaw, like because he's obviously never had postseason success. But it's also like I wouldn't want anyone else in that situation if that makes sense. You know, no, exactly. Like he's, got, he's got such a strong resume where I even I might sound like an idiot saying this, but I I would still bet on Kershaw. To pitch well in the postseason, I would still put him out there as my game one starter, which they do have him as their game one starter. You know what? Uh, against Glass now, it's it, it's a hard truth because you know, regardless of his postseason uh, stats, I I I would have trouble voting against the guy. You know what? That's just how it is, I guess. But hopefully, he comes yeah. up firing all cylinders on game one, and he just proves everybody wrong. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it too. That start that he had, five innings, four runs. It that's not an that's not awful. It blew the gates open, but the stat line's not awful. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it, it and I mean, mean that doesn't mean you pitch well though, and that doesn't mean you pitch well enough it, to make yeah, it. Yeah, especially for Kershaw. Win. Yeah, especially for Kershaw. But just because the stat line says you you pitched fine or not horribly, it doesn't mean you put your team in a position to win. Which is your job as a pitcher. It's to always put your team in a position to score more runs than the other team. And I feel like a lot of a lot of the Dodgers possible problems come from Dave Roberts managing. I mean I don't want to rag on the guy too much, but game seven pulling out Dustin May after one inning, he threw eighteen eighteen pitches, you're gonna throw him out. I remember I texted the group chat, I was like, What? You know? And yeah. there, there was a bunch of other. He probably left in Kershaw for too long in that game five, because um, Kershaw went through the batting order twice. So that's what I was saying. I was saying. I remember I said last week, even if the Dodgers, if the Dodgers, okay, if the Dodgers lose the World Series this year, Roberts is done. Yeah. So I was actually just talking about this last night uh, with some people I was watching the game with. I said, I, I was saying if. They Dodgers do not win the World Series this year. Dave Roberts needs to go, and he's getting fired. And there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, even if it goes seven games, I don't care 
how you any way you slice it. He's had so much talent. I feel like anyone with a brain could have gotten them to the World Series and won it by now. Yeah. Could, could have called like, our boy up from uh, the Cubs. He yeah. might have gotten the job done. <laughs> David, David Ross. Ross. I, I think... Um, I think this is a bit of an odd take, but just hear me out. When it comes to the Dodgers, they're such a good team that in a way, in the in the regular season, it's almost like they can manage themselves. They're yeah. such a good team. They finished 43-17. and 17, But as we all know, the playoffs are a different game. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, every single thing counts. If you screw up in the playoffs, you're losing the game. If you screw up in the regular season, you can probably come back from it. You know, there's there's a there's a much higher chance versus in the playoffs. It's probably just not happening. That's why Dave Roberts in the regular season, you know, the Dodgers have those good regular season numbers because you don't really have to manage nearly as 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 uh, closely as you do in the playoffs. So Dave Roberts is a he 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 he's a manager in the regular season, and he lets the players do their thing. They manage themselves. That's how good they are. But come playoffs, you can't manage yourselves, and that's why. That's what I said. I said it before. I'll say it again. If if the Dodgers lose this year, Roberts gets the boot. I mean, there, there's just no way they they can hold on to him. Yeah, I I have to agree with you on that one. I mean, baseball really does kind of change into a different sport from regular season to postseason. Um, I feel like pitching and defense becomes so much more important in the postseason than it does in the regular season, mm-hmm. and how much depth you have and how long your lineup is. Uh, like, you really can't be making any mistakes calling the pen. I think Dave Roberts in that Game 7 pulling Dustin May after kind of a, a, a sketchy first inning was a little too premature. Um, it worked out for them. They won the game, obviously, but... That game looked like it could have gone into extra innings if Bellinger didn't hit that home run in the seventh inning. It was tied 3-3. It was back and forth. And you call the pen after the first inning, you're really limiting the amount of arms you're going to have for extra innings if, if, it, if it gets to that point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a really interesting series. I think this this World Series is really going to determine where the Dodgers go with Dave Roberts after after 2020. Yeah. Yeah, um, Corey Seager, Kyle's brother, winning <laughs> the MVP of the NLCS. Uh, this guy's this guy's a. I think he's overlooked. This guy's good. In that, he's over. I think he he's kind of overlooked in that Dodger disgusting. lineup. But he was. You're right. He was disgusting. I mean, you got bets in that lineup: Bellinger, Justin Turner. You and know, little, you you probably would never have thought that Seager would have been the guy to be the the it factor for for their wins but i mean every ball that he hit that i can remember i think was smoked yeah and even if it was for an out he still hit it hard um he's he's he deserves that award uh and i mean he is going to be someone to watch in the world series and I mean, his yeah, postseason definitely. stats up to this point have been pretty insane too. In 47 at bats, he's hitting 298, six home runs, 15 RBI, with an 1100 OPS. So, yeah, I mean, he, he was a triple uh, shy of the cycle in uh, game game three. But yeah, the one where they had 11 runs. Yeah, he was a key contributor to that. And Mookie Betts on the other side of things, Mookie Betts made some really nice plays. 
really nice plays. Defensively, yeah. In in the outfield. See, I, I don't know how many he saved, but I, I think he saved like three home runs or something like that. I think that's pretty crazy if you ask me. Mike Trout has is like obviously known for the long ball and everything he does on defensively and offensively, but he says he'd rather steal a home run than hit one. But I mean, Moogie Betts, it seems like he's just doing it as much as he hits them. So I think he's the most athletic guy in sports. Yeah, I, I know I, that's that's a pretty bold take because football players are very athletic. Basketball players are extremely athletic. Um, but this guy, Mookie Betts, he can dunk, he can bowl, he can rob home runs. Yeah, guy, like, he has a physical yeah. specimen. What guy do you know that can hit a home run, dunk a ball, but then also uh, bowl a perfect game on Saturday? Like, and solve a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. It, I mean, Just, do, doing, doing it all. Doing it he's all. He's a mutant. He's a mutant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's crazy. Just don't know. He's a mutant. Uh, uh, yeah. But so we've talked about the Dodgers. We've talked about the Rays. And we've talked about the Astros. How about the Braves that we, we've touched on it briefly? But, you know, how do you guys feel about the Braves? Was their season a success? Was their season a f- complete failure? Like, where, where, what do you guys think? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I I didn't follow the Braves enough for me to probably give a a very good take on this, but I didn't. Th- I think that Braves put on a very good show for them because the narrative in my mind was just that the Dodgers were so good and that you know there were, people were going to put up a fight, but it was going to be nothing. But the Braves did more than I expected, so I think overall it was a pretty good series. Yeah, they probably well, they, were, they obviously wish they won, but they took three games off the Dodgers. I mean, they choked. I think that's something they can work on. So, I mean, next year, I think they'll be a team to be afraid of. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm pretty on board with that. Um, like I said, I, I, I would be pretty dis- disappointed if I was a Braves fan right now. But, you know, you still got Freeman. You still got Acuna. Uh, it's... it's Still a bright future, and that guy in the in the center field for them, Christian Pache, looks really good. He he looks really good defensively. So um, Ian Anderson looked good, and this was his rookie year. I wouldn't be too upset for the future if I'm a Braves fan. I'm obviously disappointed now. I give the season maybe a B. A B. Um. So for me, I think back to. If you guys remember at the beginning of the season, we talked about each team's expectations going into 2020. Mm. And for the Braves, I know we had them winning the division and having World Series aspirations. And I definitely think this was their year to get to the World Series um, expectation-wise. Um, but this wasn't this wasn't a failure of any sorts, um, even though they blew a 3-1 lead, I still look at it as they took their Dodgers seven games. Uh, I think they played a really good series overall. Um, that game seven, they I thought they played really well, minus those base-running miscues that definitely costed them the game. But uh, I, I, I'm really excited to see them in the future. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, yeah, we got the postseason set. I mean, the World Series set. The Rays and the Dodgers actually starts in, I think it's 
12 hours or 24 hours from right now exactly at the time we're recording this um Tyler Glasnow versus Clayton Kershaw what are we what are we thinking for this series what are going to be the things to watch in this in the 2020 World Series who are the who are the the picks to click uh ooh, good call um pitching Glasnow is going to set his make sure his name is known in the postseason and uh, my boy G Man Choi is gonna come out slugging again, I'm calling it. Max, uh, so we're gonna see really great pitching matchups the entire series, starting from starting pitching to relief pitching. Um, it's gonna come down to managerial decisions. Ooh. That's gonna oh, be yeah. what decides. That's gonna be what decides the World Series. I think you're gonna see. You, I mean, you never really know with postseason baseball. I could be completely wrong on this, but if it goes any way like I'm expecting to, it's going to be a low-scoring series, um, and it's going to come down to what which manager panics first. If you panic first and you go to the bullpen and inning early, that can cost you the game, or you keep your starter in or you keep your reliever in one batter too, too late. Uh, uh, that costs you a home run. That costs you a double. That costs you a game. Uh, and you can't be making those mistakes in the postseason. Uh, both the Dodgers and Rays play really good defense. Uh, the Rays have a little bit better pitching, but the Dodgers have a much better offense than the Rays' offense. And so these two teams, in my opinion, are really evenly matched, um, and it's going to really come down to managerial decisions about calls to the bullpen. Uh, I, I think the winner of the series is going to be whichever manager comes out on top and Dave Roberts hasn't proved to me that he knows how to do that. And to be honest with you, neither has Kevin Cash. Um, he, he, he made a couple decisions in game seven that kind of scared me. He was very lenient on his bullpen, which made sense to me just because of how strong it is. But, uh, you know, I, I thought I, he, not, neither of these managers have proved to me that they're ready to win a world series. Um, my prediction at the beginning of the postseason was the Dodgers were going to win the World Series. Um, I'd hate to go back on my word, so I'm going to stick with that. I think I kind of think this is the Dodgers' year. Um, uh, so I have the Dodgers coming out in six games, but I, I'll make this abundantly clear: I want nothing more than for the Rays to win. I want the Rays to win. I'm rooting for the Rays. But uh, the uh, smart side of my brain wants wants to go to the Dodgers. Brandon, Brandon Lau has really struggled this postseason. I think he's going to break out here. All right. I, I, I think I'm going to see it. We're going to see a home run off of Kershaw tomorrow. Okay. Um, multiple. We're going to see j- just one. A homer and a double. Okay. Uh, home, yeah, homer and a double. And he's going to make a really nice play defensively, too. Okay. He's um, not doing any of these things. He's going to be <laughs> over five, and he will cause three unearned runs. Cool. Glad to know. Uh, as for the pitching side of things, I think Blake Snell is going to have a really big series. I think you know that you know how Kevin Cash called it his stable. Yeah. I think the, the stable is going to look a little unstable. Part. Sorry for the pun. For the for the first couple games, but then they're going to get settled in. I think okay. Blake Snell is going to have a good series. Charlie Morton. Um, for the Dodgers, I think Mookie Betts is going to have a monster series, and Corey Seager is going to keep it up. But I am going to go with the Dodgers. Um, 
They've been well, here before. They they've been here. What two two out of the last three years? Or this is going to be their third time in the last four years. So I'm going with the Dodgers. Um, Dave Roberts really scares me, I, and I think Kevin Cash is a better manager than him. But I'm I'm just going to go with my gut and say Dodgers in seven. It's going to be a low scoring series. Uh, Rays are going to take it. I, I got to go different from you guys. They're going to go 4-3. Rays in seven. Seven games? Rays in seven. Max, who are your, uh, who are your uh, specific players to click? Specific players to click? That's a great question. I think we're going to see a... I think we're going to see in a good series out of Glasnow. Um, I think he's going to... I think he's going to pitch really well in game one. I think the Rays are going to win game one. Uh, I, I, I don't... I just... I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but I think last night was going to be better. It's just a gut feeling. Um, and then I also think my homeboy, Mike Zanino, on the race is going to yeah. have a really good series. Uh, I just I have a feeling that he's going to hit a couple more bombs. He was very hot in the ALCS. I love Mike Zanino as a Mariners fan. Um, and I want nothing more than uh, for him to have a great series. Yeah, well, th- those are our predictions. Knowing things realistically, I'm going to be entirely wrong, and both of you two are going to be somewhat correct. Um, but I guess we're gonna that's gonna we're gonna figure it out tomorrow at uh, 24 hours from now. There's going to be game game one of the World Series, 2020 World Series. We've been waiting for this for a while, and it's finally here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it. I think that wraps up the episode. Yep, I believe so. Maybe we could. Did we mention last week? Did when did Joe Morgan pass away? I believe you mentioned it last episode, if I'm not mistaken. Well, uh, Joe Joe Morgan passed away. Part of that big red machine. May he rest in peace. Uh, we've seen a lot of Hall of Famers pass away this year. It's really unfortunate to see. Really unfortunate to see. Mm-hmm. But um, may he rest in peace and. With that being said, I mean, do we have anything else that we need to go over? That, I'm not. That that's it for me. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything else. So, if you like this podcast, you can uh, follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube. You can follow me on Instagram at Noah Koffler. Uh, you can follow me at Jay Cross Horton. and Max Gordon with two R's. And with that, we're gonna see you guys a week from now, where we're gonna have a World Series winner. <laughs>